Welcome to Herbrain's His Looks Real Estate and Lifestyle podcast. This episode features the town of Trumbull and is hosted by two of the smartest and most attractive realtors in the business. Well, according to their mothers. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the brains of the operation, Erika Portanova-Songa and the looks, George E. O'Connell. Well, well, take two, as they say. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. So, issue yeah, a little one. audio issue right. on the last one. We were getting the audio off our webcam camera instead of our mics. Bottom line, did not sound good. But here we, we are. Did not. Yes, did it again, no are. problem. Yes. All right. Well, there we are. Uh, this is episode two. We are featuring the town of Trumbull. Where I'm born and raised and currently live. And who are you again? Oh, Arika Portanova. Oh my God. <laughs> Arika Portanova Songer. I am the brains of the operation. I am George E. O'Connell. I am obviously the looks obviously. of the operation. <laughs> and we are realtors for William Pitt Sotheby's out of the brokerage in Southport Harbor. And we work all over Connecticut, primarily New Haven, Fairfield counties. And we are both full-time realtors. So the podcast we're about to start is going to feature Trumbull, like George said. And our podcasts are structured to be real estate and lifestyle. I like to think that we are an expert a little bit on both areas. And hopefully we can create some good entertainment for you and maybe some knowledge you can take away. Drop some knowledge. So why don't we start Hi. with, uh, you know, uh, Trumbull and a little history of uh, some... Uh Things that you have chosen for. Yes. Okay. So Trumbull seems to have taken on an athletic or sports theme, which is, you know, George's passion. If you know George, it's not. Anyway, um, so a couple of things that Trumbull's known for. The 1989 Little League World Champions. Um, as a kid, I remember them. They had a, um, like a sign on the Merritt Parkway. Well, I was a kid as an adult. On the Merritt Parkway, there was an exit sign bar, main exit, exit 48, um, saying that Trumbull being the home of the 1989 Little League World Champions. So we are known for that. Some of the key players, uh, you can mention the names, George. Uh, some of the key players, friends of ours from the Colony Grill is Paul Coniglio, Chris Drury. You have Kenny Martin and Cody Lee. They run the Colony Pizza. I think they're the five or six shop now. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, Chris is also the trainer. or He's coach. the head coach, I believe, of the U.S. national team. Okay. So sure. hockey, hockey. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Another interesting point of Trumbull and a more recent sports fun fact is Bridgeport, Connecticut native Alyssa Naher, Naher, member of the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. She attended Kristen Heritage School in Trumbull, and she graduated in 2006. But she was a member of the 2019 Women's World Cup champions. It was her fourth title. Uh, they competed. They're one of 24 international teams. And um, again, it's our fourth title for the U.S. to win. So that's pretty cool. And uh, the FIFA, 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 FIFA. It's an international soccer competition, um, which is just it was made up of all senior and national teams of the um, of the this organization. So yeah. pretty cool. 
Okay, a passion of mine, if anybody... A near and yeah. dear to Erika's heart. Yes, none of nothing which George could possibly relate to. Well, I, there's no Clydesdales there, don't no. they? You know, George, they could... Yeah, here are. George is six foot seven, for those that don't know. So. Again, you keep yeah. telling them how tall. Everyone knows that. Uh, okay, so... Um, I'm You are. So I have uh, ridden my whole life, and I returned to horseback riding about after a... 12-year hiatus, and I ride now at Chester Hill Farm. So a big shout out. Chester Hill Farm is the nickel section of Trumbull. It's owned and managed by Stephanie and Elkie Bargus. So shout out to those girls who I went to school with years ago. And um, it's great. I enjoy it. I ride there. My daughter takes lessons there. Um, they're great for f- beginners, whatever level you are. Um, if you want to take riding lessons here and there, you want to take summer camps, they've got great summer riding camps. They do boarding there as they well? They do. They board horses there. They privately board. They have horses and ponies for you to lesson on. Uh, they're 20-acre sites, so it's a good place to ride. And Look at the close. two little horses in the yeah. background there. Yeah. Little Is that your time. horse? No. Um, I ride one of their horses. Thank you, Stephanie Vargas. But um, yeah, it's a great place to ride, and it's a, it's a nice nice to be local in town. Uh, at Indian Ledge Park, there is a Trumbull BMX started in the uh, 1980s, 82, possibly. It's run by Chris Combos. Uh, I guess his title might be the director. Uh, awesome program for, you know, boys and girls, not only in Trumbull and surrounding towns as well. It's the only one that I know that's, you know, in the county, the okay, county, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Uh, currently, though, uh, they're going to need some funds for some uh, track upgrades, some safety upgrades on the track, as well as some amenities for the uh, you know the youth that actually use the tracks. Chris has set up a GoFundMe page. We'll link to it both in our Facebook page and on our um, YouTube page, but our Facebook at Her Brains, His Looks. Uh, you can find the GoFundMe page there. I also have Chris Gamos's, uh contact information if you'd like to make a donation. It's well worth it. They do a fantastic program. They're and again, they, they offer program. They offer something that no one else offers. And their goal is to raise, what, $75,000? 75, $75,000 totally. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if anybody can contribute a little bit, it goes a long way. Oh, yeah. These are the trails that I use all the time. Oh, yeah. You'll see George running. running. Yeah. yeah. George is a competitive runner. So uh, I, uh, this is my favorite, one of my favorite features, if not the most favorite feature in Trumbull is our fantastic trails that we have. Um, the Housatonic Rail Trails, they extend, you know, miles up, miles below. They There's a nice 17-mile-ish trail. And if I facts are wrong, forgive me. Uh, the new leg of it was I think opened up maybe a year ago down in Beersley Park area, Beersley Zoo area, where you can start from there and take the trail really all the way up to including Newtown, which I think gives you 17 or 20 miles if you're trying for distance or training for a marathon. So um, my biggest leg is probably 15 miles. Is it dive. rather flat trails or is yeah, it for running? Yeah, no, it's it's flat. They're great. Um, they're most are trail, you know, dirt trails. Some are paved, but most is dirt trail. It's, it's great. It, it's and a lot of people frequent these trails. Um, they allow leashed dogs. They do not allow motorized, you know, quads and dirt bikes. So you you tend to cater to the more serious runners, bikers, uh, walkers, and a lot of families walking, you know, with kids. And it, it's nice. Um, and also we have uh, really well known biking trails for various levels, both beginner, intermediate, or beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Mountain biking. Mountain biking, sorry, mountain yep. biking. Not Nothing that I do. I don't think you do that either. I just, make, I just have a beach cruiser. Yeah. yeah. So I live slow. in Black Rock. Yeah. It's flat and 
No gears. You're not navigating like, you know, hills Terrain. and like scary things. You're just going old school. Yeah. I emphasize Play old my music. <laughs> I have my dog and a little trailer. Apparently, my, my brother-in-law apparently has said that, that we're, I guess we're known for uh, our biking trails. are apparently quite good. Also, bringing people in from other areas into our Trumbull biking trail. So you can access those through Indian Ledge Park, which is the same site that you can find um, the BMX racetracks and um, some other playgrounds area up there. And, some and it's not fields. like a, a park where there's any admission no, or no, some no. restrictions for well, out-of-town use. Yeah, you got to be careful because the they do look for parking stickers. You got to be a Trumbull resident, so you got to be a little careful of that. So for the BMX, you can head BMX over is to different, right. But if you're going to utilize the trails and you have to be a little... They get a little uh, strict on that sometimes so be careful on that but um uh, all right that's kind of a snapshot of uh things you can do around trumbull yep. and of course we have to head over to kind of the, the meat of our podcast the meat of our podcast which is you know telling informing um you know the people of the realtor real estate stats of trumbull yes okay so our market's been strong and consistent the last two years we're going to focus on single family homes only not condos single family and in trumbull of course only so we're focusing on last two full calendar years which would be of course 2018 2019 in 2018 we had 465 sales and 2019 slightly more 481 homes had sold uh you'll see the map here fairly spread out around town of these homes represent the homes that actually closed. Yeah, and it's it's evenly distributed. Yeah. It's pretty remarkable how the homes kind of every nook and cranny of Trumbull they're selling. Which is nice. And that sh what that shows is the um, the breadth of the price points, the diversity of price points, and that all price points have had activity, which is what you want to see. You never want to get funneled into one price point only. That's how you know economy fails. Um, our average sale price of single family homes in 2018 was 406,000. Remember that was 465 units that sold average sale price being 406,000 and 2019, it was the same price, 406,000 sale price. And remember that was 481 units that traded. So again, you're just showing consistency, which is a positive attribute. It's just remarkable there, yeah. 406,000. Yeah. Well, we 406, and we have a lot of movement, a lot of inventory moves in Trumbull, which is a good thing also. You want to flow. Homes? It's yep. pretty remarkable. No, it's good. We, we like that. We like to see the economy, you know, constantly uh, uh, on a steady uh, steady note for the, for the years. Um, days on market. So, Everyone loves <laughs> the definition is always sense. a little bit confusing. So technically, the average days on market defines as the moment you list the house is to the moment you get an accepted and signed offer and or fully executed contract. So while we all try our best to keep our information and our data correct, sometimes it's pending the listing agent if they should change that date of the acceptance or uh, the offer or contract, and they should be a little late in changing the date if it's skewed by a week or two obviously that'd be incorrect so just understand it it's something we use as a gauge um but it you know we have to source our information the best we can due to the inventory generally the number went up a little bit due to the kind of the slow start to the 2019 you know house selling house trading right went up basically 20 Right. So in 20 days. 2018, we had 57 days on market average. 
And 2019, we had an average of 75 days on market. Um, and this is an important data point because a lot of sellers are going to ask when you're about to list their house, how long will it take for me to sell my house? A, so they have an understanding of what to expect. And B, so they can make a plan for their next move. Uh, so it's important to understand, you know, roughly what to expect, both from the seller standpoint, as well as the listing um, expectation. So again, 57 days in 2018 and 75 average in 2019. All right. Another quite even number showing the, you know, how steady Trumbull real estate seems to be. Right. So we always get a popular question to ask from a seller and, and a very appropriate question is, what can I expect my house to sell for? We like to always say, well, of course, full ask price, you know, 100%. However, that doesn't always happen. The consistency seems to be about 97% um, is going to be your sale to last list price ratio. So we say last list because you have an original list price and sometimes you make price adjustments, you know, one or two. So the last list price is reflective of that data point. And could that be adjusted through negotiations from the inspections? Sure. Yeah. Uh, the sale price, not sale the, price. Yeah, yeah, sale price could be so. Um, the recorded sale price. Yes, absolutely. So, so this is, again is roughly ninety-seven percent of your list price is what you're going to expect to sell it at, and that's been consistent both in two thousand eighteen and two thousand nineteen. The big numbers. <laughs> the big numbers. So total volume in dollar amount for the houses that have sold. So four hundred and sixty-five units in two thousand eighteen, and four hundred eighty-one units in two thousand nineteen. Uh, in 2018, it was 189 million, and in 2019, it was 195 million dollars worth of volume of houses sold. So, you know, we've got some good stuff here to sell. A lot of volume. I mean, a lot of volume. Yeah. And we have what's active, what is in the show status, the deposit status. Uh, 137 units total. And what do we have for active? We have 83 currently active on market, single family homes. And we have 28 of those homes, uh, excuse me, 20 additional homes have accepted and signed offers and 26 additional homes have accepted and signed or fully executed contracts. So we have inventory. We've got things that have sold. These are all good, good signs of a good market. So see what keeps happening this spring. All right. And uh, next we kind of go into our industry focus. We're going to focus this week on things you can do to make your house more presentable for a, you know, selling of your property, small things really. Um, and then we'll talk about the bigger items in the second part of our industry focus, but you know, small things, uh, Rika, why don't you go ahead and speak to these four items sure. that so kind of were presentability dialed. and sellability, right? So we have four small points that you can make uh, that you can do that I think would makes a nice, better impression. Um, doorknobs, replacing the doorknobs, the old doorknobs that tend to get dis the brass gets discolored or gets chipped as you know it's used every wobbly. single day. What they get wobbly? They get wobbly. <laughs> they don't work. That's you really just helpful. Say what? <laughs> how many how many houses I've had that people don't have a front door key and or never had one ever, and I was like. You need to have one because you want people to enter in through the front door. So I've had a lot of times when I list a house for somebody, they have to actually get a front door key for a new front door lock. Or, or a key that's actually works. fickle as yeah. you're trying to show the home. You have to pull it out a little bit, yeah, wiggle old, it. Yeah, and those are not fun. I always say to my clients, please check your copy of the key you give me before you hand it over. Make a lot sure of the times it is just the locker, the yeah, old hand. Because they're old. Yeah. So um, replacing doorknobs, 
Doorknobs goes a long way. Um, driveways, they tend to have a lot of cracks from settling, which is normal. Instead of digging it up and replacing the entire driveway, that's a lot of money. Um, to seal it is not a lot and shows really well. Or what was that thing you were saying? Just squirt it in the... Yeah, uh, if you, you know, like crack filler for the cracks mm-hmm. in your driveway, if it's an asphalt driveway, yep. it's just a gallon bottle. You squeegee it. The companies that come out and do your blacktopping, your sealing of your driveway, they're reasonable. And it's quite an impression, you know, you talk about looking, having the, you know, curb appeal of your house. That's a major part of your curb appeal is not only the landscaping, it is your driveway. Right, utilitarian uh, areas. And then if you're like my neighbor, his name not be mentioned because I didn't get permission. He likes to kill all the weeds and the cracks, not only in his driveway, but also in the road. I a think whole you other should, discussion. Yeah. I have a flamethrower <laughs> for that stuff. And you just don't That's use expensive. the cat. But no, it's just like one of those. <laughs> Sounds little, dangerous. You hook it up to your bar, but it's it's not using the chemicals. And, and by flamethrower, you mean like it's truly It's like a torch, but it's not using chemicals. Hmm. I tend to use the torch. All right. Well, okay, the chemicals. I think the flame thing, I think maybe you should stay away from. Okay. That's just... <laughs> Wow, I don't know about that. Um, bathroom makeovers. Every time you sell a house and or present a house, you want to have the bathrooms to either show as well as I can or in an ideal world to be updated. So you make do makeovers where you can. If you can't afford to do a whole makeover, you change the hardware, you change the fixer, you change the vanity. You know, you can get some great vanity slabs, like a nice marble slab for an older vanity. Paint the cabinets. Um, small things will like this will make a different impression. And at your home improvement stores, they're pre-assembled. You just drop attach your plumbing it's it's really almost any homeowner can do yep um but you know a new commode in there it's yep. always a great yep. idea or a handyman type of job it doesn't have to be a big job it can be something very uh attainable and very um economical yeah you go out and buy it he installs it it's yep. easy uh kitchen again if you can't do a whole kitchen reno that's okay um make the make the changes you can that's in your budget um repairing or replacing the kitchen faucets kitchen fixtures the hardware these are small things that you could do that, that go a long way so um you know again there's things you can do it, it could be very budget friendly and very uh economical yeah the next items are kind of items that are a little, takes a little bit more cost up to twenty four yeah, thousand. bigger commitment but these are things you know, you're going to want for your living and, you know, while you're spending the money, you're going to realize that you're going to get a value out of doing this. Right. You know, and this um, house call has listed them in order of your return on investment. The number one return on the investment was manufactured stone veneer that's at the bottom third of your house, kind of put a curtain around your house. Some people do the entrance way as well, mm-hmm. a little stonework. Yep. Um, nice. So an average cost of that is about $9,000. You're getting about 8900 back in value, but your return on your investment, maybe you're not selling it. Maybe you're selling, thinking of selling when your kid gets out of uh, high school in four or five years. You're looking at a 96% return on your investment. Right. And it's like, it goes back to curb appeal, which I think you, you're, yeah. you're going to touch on too. So um, yeah, and, these are great. Yeah. The top 10, if you look at them in the slide or when you download this slide later, which will be available on our website and our, you know, our live podcasting sites, YouTube and Facebook, the top 10, nine of them are curb appeal. 
right? Because remember, you have to get the ha- the person into the door. I always sell, tell my clients, you've got to sell the house three times. First time, you have to sell it online. Yeah. They got to like what they see from the pictures. So it's always good to have a really good photographer. Uh, second is you have to actually sell to the actual buyer. And third, sell to the appraiser who's got to appraise. So you, you have to, you got to get them in the door. Got to get them off the street and come into the door. And the the appraiser part is kind of important on the ROI here. He's going to recognize these items. It's a list of about 20 or 30, yep. but these are the ones that the appraiser will really see the value on right. what you've done. Uh, just a couple more to highlight here. Um, the garage door replacement. Everyone, you know, if you get a good garage door, really, it, it's a big part of your curb appeal. It's, it's, a, it's wide. Yeah, it's a big part of the house. It's a big, big visual part of the house, it's so it stands ge- out. Generally, a third of the frontage of your house. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, easy ones, the front door. Get yeah. a good, you know, whether a lot of doors seem to be solid, get a nice wood door, maybe with some glass in there, side lights. Um, but those are the, you know, the front door is coming in at, I think, 1800 bucks or something. And you're not getting a huge return on investment, according to this article. But just think about your curb, curb appeal. appeal and the appearance. And again, first impressions are critical. We've added another slide kind of uh, reiterating our list from previous. But well, this because is, George is obsessed with charts. I, I'm, a, I'm a data-driven oh, guy. Yeah. So he, anything chart. So who's the brains again? Driven, oh, well, clearly I'm the brains. I just, I assist you, but um, you're, you're the chart guy. <laughs> you are so. definitely the brains. I'm definitely the looks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we're done with our industry focus. Uh, we now feature uh, one of the houses that we have in Trumbull. We were doing three houses. We know our podcast went a little long last time. So we're going to focus on one house in trouble. Can I say one thing though? Of course. About going back to the um, home improvement. Um, Just to point out that, you know, utilize us too as a resource for for just for questions and answers. In other words, if you're thinking of listing your house in three years, but you're thinking of doing this improvement now, that's, you can call realtors in like George and myself, and ask us questions. Like, do you think it's worth it to do this project now that when I sell it in three years or five years, you know, I have a lot of clients I've been working with and talking to for years who ultimately sell it at that five-year mark. So utilize us as your resource. We're your consultants, if you will. All right. So should I put in a poll? No. (laughs) Well, okay. Wow, that's a hard question. You can't see that. You can't see that from the street. What I tell people about pools, pools are as great as if the buyer wants it. Simple. They don't add value, they don't detract value. They are what they are. They even out. You so, got to want it. You got to be able to maintain yeah. it. You got to pay. Yeah. All right. So um, anyway, but going back, but you know, we're not only, it's a consultation, I feel like it's a consultation business we're in as well. So utilize us for that. Okay, we'll move on. Um, the featured, as George was saying, the featured single family Trumbull home, this podcast is going to be uh, 3000 Nichols Avenue in Trumbull. It happens to be one of my listings, but I was very proud to feature it. It's an awesome house. It is an awesome house. Thank you. And this house is unique because it's on two plus acres not subdividable, and uh, set way back from the road. Nice long driveway. It's very private because it's surrounded by mature plantings and trees and woods. Uh, so you really have that privacy factor going on. But the house itself is pretty cool. It was used to be uh, the summer home to Will Gear, who played Grandpa on the Waltons. And his mistress... Wait, Grandpa on the Waltons? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? Pretty cool. <laughs> um, well, you were probably like around do that, Do you right? think yeah. Bobby Joe, Mary, I don't know, what, I don't what know are the other characters like One guy with the, the I don't remember. 
<laughs> Jim I, Bob. I remember was, Jim Bob. Jim Bob. He was a, was a wasn't there Jim Bob? Oh, I feel like there was. But, I always um, confuse that with Little House on the Prairie. So. Uh, please. That was mine. <laughs> anyway, it's your show. house. <laughs> All right. So Grandpa the Waltons, his name was, is, or was Will Gear, and his mistress was Irma Gore. So this is the house that they summered in together, and they it was known as the Gear Gore Gardens. One more time. Gear Gore Gardens. Gardens. Will Gear's education was in botany. So he had a passion for plantings and landscape and just overall beautification naturally. So uh, they were, he was known for the gardens that he would display in the uh, summer months. So they had a lot of parties there. He was apparently very visual in the local 4th of July parties in Trumbull back in, now we're talking back in the 1940s, 1950s, 1960s. So uh, he also was a very active actor at our Shakespeare Theater in Stratford, which unfortunately since has burned down, but he um, was there a lot, particularly because, also because he apparently also aligned with the Communist Party. So he was no longer getting active. He was a communist? He, well, you listen, each to their own, but he apparently he was a member of the Communist Party, which then have interfered with his ability to get um, acting roles in the more syndicated television world. So he was just in Stratford acting at the Shakespeare Theater. Interesting so. dude. So anyways, the house, yeah. it features... The house, it features, it's, uh has a deck, has an outdoor pool, has an old original garden shed, has an old stone kitchen, uh, which at one point had a covering and they would full-on cook out there. But the house itself is two bedrooms, two full baths, a walkout lower level, um, totally redone in 2008. My client likes to do projects and, and, and woodworking and whatnot. He has an insulated room in the garage, which is also heated and cooled um, to, if you're making some noise, if you will, he has an, a dedicated room just for that, for that contracting work he does. So it's a great house, really special, beautiful property. And I encourage you and to, it has to a see Murphy it. Bit. Yeah. So um, you don't see that. You do not. Yeah. And it's, but it's, it's not the kind it's of custom, remember, custom, custom design, custom made mahogany Murphy bed. Um, And you have it, you can have it up when you don't need it. And obviously down, you need a, be a bedroom area, but um, it's not the kind you think of when like a New York apartment, where you just kind of flops down. Yeah. It's a really, it's a real deal. Yeah. It's Murphy. a, it's, it's a high Murphy end one. himself came out and made it pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, I encourage you to see it. If you're interested, reach out to me, 3000 Nichols Avenue in Trumbull. Currently listed at four hundred twenty-nine thousand. All right, that brings us to some of our one of our favorite segments of the show. That is, her brains, his looks go to two. We went out on the town on Friday, and we checked out two places. First place was I can say it, pure poetry on Madison. Well Ave. done. George likes to go to boutique stores with me and shop. Pious Bird and uh, Pure Poetry. <laughs> that is at shoppurepoetry.com. Again, it's on Madison Avenue. Uh, yeah, 4244 Madison Avenue, Trumbull. And the owner is Portia. Portia, who got her nickname named Poe. Which I didn't know what it. Yeah, which is Pence the Poetry. Uh, she was nicknamed Poe, I don't know why, but freshman year in high school. So that's why Poe is blue. Yeah. Oh. I just learned that too. It's called fact-checking. <laughs> and you know Portia as well, right? Yeah, she's great. Portia's wonderful. Everybody knows her, I think, around town. She's got a family in town and um, very vibrant, very energetic. They have a lot of really cool things in there for 
um, you know, house gifts for men, for women, for children. Cooking. Co- a lot of houseware, a lot of cooking. You see me, my beautiful face. No, my beautiful picture holding the Snoop Doggy Dog. What's the name? Snoop, Snoop Dog. dog. Snoop Dog. Not Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> no, it's Snoop Dog. Oh, I always think of Snoop Doggy yeah, Dog. He has a cookbook. Cookbook, which yeah. is pretty cool. So um, you'll see me holding that up. So that was kind be of it. the um, uh, religious candles, but they're yeah. actually faces of uh, Amy Schumer. C- celebrities, but it's kind of nifty. Oh, Remember the thing I wanted you to get me? Um, another grounding stone. No, no, no. I, no. no this, I pointed out to George as a little hint of my next gift. Sloth, oh, no, sloth socks. socks. Yeah. Yes. Everybody knows sloths are totally in. So, and that's what every woman in her thirties uh, maturity, uh, mature, not maturity, thirties. I said <laughs> should have is sloth socks. All I'm asking George is for a pair of socks. But it's a nifty oh, store. Yeah. Honestly, check it out. It's yeah. in the same complex as Romanacci's. And, and sitting uh, duck, sitting duck, and they and they do workshops and events throughout the year. They have a few upcoming ones: Vision Twenty Twenty with meditation and the Mandala Collage with Beth Lees. I hope I'm saying her name right. So they're gonna have an opportunity to create your own personal collages. That'll be Sunday, February 9th, five to seven. They have yoga and meditation on February twenty sixth with some suggested monetary donations to the Trumbull Animal Shelter. A full Moon Tarot gathering on Sunday, March eighth. They have a pen to paper. I kind of have a theme here. Tarot, tarot. Yeah, tarot reading last week with pious birds. So um, I'm telling you, we should go do that. I I think you, yeah, you're you're trying to force me into some tarot reading. I feel like forced is a strong. Yeah, encourage. Encourage. Strongly suggest. (laughs) I feel like it might do us well. I really feel like you should get one. I should, we should I'm going to create my vision board first. Yeah, I already have a vision a for your vision. Okay. I have a vision for your vision board. I'll give yeah. you a vision. Um, and they have a pen to paper play shop on Thursday, April 23rd, and another meditation healing evening on Thursday, May 14th. So check out their website. A lot of neat events. Great stuff in there. Um, guaranteed house gift if you ever need one like yeah. that. Great, great stuff. So shoppurepoetry.com. Yeah. Our second. Go to two is the Italian Corner Deli by Massimo. Yes, on 6374 Main Street in Trumbull. Uh, we went, we had lunch there on Friday after pure poetry. Yeah, yeah. we had our, our day out. And what'd uh, you have for lunch, George? I had a sausage and broccoli rob grinder. Bread is phenomenal, bread makes a grinder with onions and a fresh mozzarella. I killed it. Scarfed it. So Gone. George will deny the fact that he's a foodie, just to be clear. But he kind of is very particular. You have to admit you are. Oh, I said, is it shredded mozzarella? Oh, here we go. Or yeah. do I have to say mozzarella? Yeah. Sorry, shredded. Oh, you're, you're Irish. Yeah, I'm Irish. <laughs> you're forgiven. Yeah. Or is you know? So, but it was fun. Out. It was gone quickly. Yeah. Um, I had it, eggplant parm. That was good. Very, yeah, that looked yep. good. And you, you could sit. You wouldn't share with me. So. No, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't want yours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you can sit on the bar stools, kind of look out the window, which is yeah. nice. It's a neat place. You can see they have tables to sit that. They have bar stools, like bars. Am I saying that right? Bar stools, like long yeah, the counter stools. Counter bar stools. stools. Um, Brian Martell was the guy that was managing the counter. Awesome. Nice awesome. guy. Well great guy. Represented the place. He's, He's always there when I go in there. Yeah, he. Uh, 
just sat with us, talked with us, told us about the place. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he's yeah. watching. Hopefully he's watching and or listening. Yeah. I sent him our link and um, yeah. And they're always open. They seem to be open all the time in the early in the morning, like early and then into the evening till seven, eight o'clock. So they're, they're catering to a lot of yeah. different. So groups. the go-to too will also be a link on our website, herbrainsislooks.com. You'll see a tab or a button up top for the go-to too. Just click on their logo and it'll send you right over to their website. Great. Uh, and also we have some featured events, it, you know, not just in Trumbull, but just in overall in our community, in our area. Uh, a couple of things that popped out uh, February 7th is a actually a fundraising uh, dance party, if you will, to going back directly to the Fairfield Theater Company. Oh, it's hosted by DJ Peter G. Peter Gonzalez. Peter G, who seems to be the go-to DJ for every major event in this area. He is popping up big yeah. time. I use him all the time for the parties that we do our board, our realtor parties. He's excellent. So nice guy too. And a great spin instructor, I heard, if you're into spinning. Well, I think that's where you he spin, started. Right? Yeah, yeah. I spin Clearly. around. <laughs> <laughs> but he, yeah, I think he started because I remember when he started posting on Facebook, I was his friend before he was an actual going into the DJ field. He was creating playlists for the spin classes. Yeah. Oh, he's and been, that's apparently really good. It. He's really good. Yeah. So, um, you know, you might want to think about spinning. Yeah, yes. About okay. So anyway, it's February 7th at the Warehouse uh, Fairfield Theater Company. It's going to be, you know, new wave dance party. So 80s, yeah. 90s. Um, let's see. Oh, the same night, Bernadette's at Boca, which I kind of want to see both. So, Oh, the Oyster Bar yeah. on the uh, Bridgeport. Yeah, have Harbor. you been? We've been to Boca. Yeah, it's good. It's nice. Uh, let's see. And that's it for the Johnny Cash Birthday celebration, February 22nd. Yeah, and you, on the same day, which you probably start at, is the Bryac's uh, annual Louisiana crawfish boil. Right, have a little crawfish, and then go over across the street. And yeah, you and you're in Johnny Cash, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. not a bad place to be. So check it out. We have our link. We have all of our um, calendar uh, dates and events listed on the site. On the website as well. Oh, one more thing. That's sure. the buzz around school right now. My daughter's school. March 6th at Webster Bank Arena is a Jurassic World live tour at 7 p.m. George, you probably should stay away unless you want to take a token shot. Back to flamethrowers. <laughs> yeah. But I, I saw the commercial. There's a lot of flamethrowers. <laughs> maybe you should go. You like to, apparently you like to do flamethrowing. I don't yeah. know. But um, apparently it's quite, quite, the kids are quite excited about it. So March 6th at the Webster Bank Arena. All right, that is this week for Her Brains, His Looks. We're going to head over to Easton next week. We think we're going to shift our dates to Tuesdays because we know everyone's kind of jammed up. Not yeah. only is today Super Bowl, um, it just worked out that this day was best for our scheduling, but Tuesdays would be best to actually show this live. So look for it next week on Tuesday. My name is George E. O'Connell, the looks. And my name is Arika Portanova Songer, the brains. We are out for episode 102, Trumbull. See you next week. Goodbye. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed by the podcast hosts and their guests are theirs solely. The information shared has been professionally sourced and disseminated through the resources provided by the sponsoring real estate brokerage and their real estate experiences. And thank you, Adrian Blackman, for doing our voiceover and our disclaimers. Um, he's a great guy. And thank you. We appreciate it, Adrian. See you next week, guys.